sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Even if you miss, so long as you're listening to us, get the winning edge. This is the SportsGrid Radio Network. Broken back towards short, backhanded, throw nowhere. Astros win. Astros win. JJ Vanajevic puts the ball in play, and the Astros walk off the New York Yankees three to two. That one is ripped to left field. Stanton's going to turn and look. Back to back home run for the Astros as Bregman goes yard. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. And welcome to Opposite Picks on this Friday, July 22nd, the end of the week. I am Scott Wetzel sitting in for the next 60 minutes, taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's 844-843-6879. You want to send a tweet, it is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E, Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me, go to the website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon uh, and fire away. Well, giving credit where credit is due, Brown's quarterback situation is dire. Jaws is back uh, in San Jose. 54 for Barkley. No fight left in the Warriors. Speaking uh, for all Red Sox fans, uh, we were going to as well. Uh, complaining about this deal, and we have the perfect storm in baseball tonight. We'll get to all those stories, plus your phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and the return of opposite picks as we have a full slate of baseball. What's going on, LLs? Loyal listeners, how are you on this uh, Friday morning? Uh, ATT Sportsnet Southwest with the calls there as the Astros win not only game one, but game two of their day-night doubleheader with the New York Stankies. How great is that? Oh, the crumbling of the Stanks. Even though we do have them on the over for the second half of the season, but... We also have the over on the Astros, so we really can't complain. Either way, we're going to win. So we're going to have one team win. We might as well have Houston win, right? We prefer the Yankees to lose at all costs. So Yankees lose not once but twice. And I got to say, the official black cloud has been off the Yankees for a couple of days now. But since we put it on, you know, sometimes it lingers a little bit. Sometimes the effects, we may go away, but the black cloud just kind of hovers around a franchise. Uh, we put the jinx. It's no longer really a black cloud. Now it's just a jinx. And we will take credit where credit is due as we started the jinx on the Stankies. This team was on fire. Absolutely on fire. They could not lose. They were winning games by two, three, four runs, ripping through the competition. Open up, what, 13, 14, 15 game lead in the uh, AL East. And finally, we couldn't just take it anymore. We just couldn't take it. We had to put the black cloud on them. We put the black cloud on them. They went eight and five. Not horrible. Uh, obviously, not nearly as good as they were. They were through an eighteen and three stretch when we said we were going to put the hammer on them. So they went eight and five. Then we took the black cloud off them. But then we included them in our little uh, two-team parlay with an anti-Kansas City parlay. Right? Uh, we didn't hit one freaking time. Not one time. Eleven times we bet it. Eleven games in a row, and not one time did it come in after the Stankies were playing great baseball. And a lot of it was because the Yanks were losing. Uh, versus uh, Kansas City winning. 
So we finally stopped doing that as well with the All-Star break. And lo and behold, right after the break, the black cloud kind of lingers. And the Yankees lose again. The Yanks are now uh, two and three, three and three. Uh, three and four, three and five, four and five, four and six, four and seven, four and eight, four and nine, six and nine, their last 15 games. How about that, Stanky fans? Six? Is that no? Is that possible? No. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yep. Six and nine. Is it because the pitching sucks? Nope. Is it because the hitting sucks? Nope. Is it because of the manager sucks? Nope. Franchise sucks? It does, but nope. It's because of the Wetzel Black Cloud. Six and nine. I can hear Stanky fans begging, begging for us to get to, to take it away. We will eventually. Not quite yet. Big four game set against the Baltimore Orioles coming up now. And I must admit, uh, this is a tough little spot for the Stankies, but it's tough for everybody. Uh, you know, one of our LLs here who calls on a regular basis, Dom, he's always complaining about the Yankee schedule. It's no different for anybody else. So, you know, you had Detroit. No, not that anybody cares. Uh, but, you know, you had Oakland and Detroit playing a doubleheader yesterday. You know, you had the Stankies and Astros playing a doubleheader. Astros have to fly out as well as the Yankees do. You know, I know the Yankees have to fly into Houston. But still, I mean, it's just it's one of those years because of this, uh, you know, that lockout situation. Everything's all kind of screwed up. So everybody has some kind of crazy situation that they can bitch and complain about uh, with the schedule being wacky. So it is what it is. You know, Detroit went from Oakland yesterday uh, to play a doubleheader. Oh, by the way. And then uh, where the heck are they tonight? They're somewhere tonight. Uh, so it's just uh, it, it is what it is. Uh, actually, the Tigers are off tonight. Um, but still. You have these doubleheaders. You have these one-game series yesterday with, with Texas. You know, what was that all about, right? I mean, so deal with it, Stanky fans. You got a four-game set now coming up with the Baltimore Orioles uh, with uh, Tyon on the hill. Ah, uh, yes, it is a beautiful thing. It really is. We have the perfect storm tonight. We started this about, uh, what, two weeks or so ago? I mean, a week and a half with the uh, the pitching matchups and the strikeouts, right? We kind of uh, hopped on board. I know a lot of people follow that. We first gotten into it about a week and a half or so ago. We have the absolute perfect storm tonight. What is that? I'll tell you when we get back. Opposite Picks, Sports Grid Radio, Series XM 159. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Mookie to left. Peterson running out of room. Free run, home run. Mookie bets. It's 9-6 Dodgers. What a moment for Mookie. What an RBI. Jock Peterson right field. Mookie. Oh, have a night, Mookie Betts. He robs Peterson and ends the game with a sliding catch in right field and all the MVP moves of Mookie we saw tonight. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. All right, ESPN there with the call as the Dodgers do uh, rally, believe it or not, uh, as they had a 5 nothing lead. They blew that. They fell behind 6-5. to five. 
Uh, and they end up winning at nine to six in a wacky game on a uh, on a Thursday night. Uh, welcome back, Ops Picks, right here on Sports Grid Radio eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. I must say, you know, I was listening. I don't know if you got the uh, that the commercial or not. Sometimes they take them, sometimes they don't. But uh, Chuck Sanders does a good job with our updates. Uh, a little bit there with uh, with Jimbo Fisher yesterday from the SEC Media Days, and he was talking about his relationship with Nick Saban. And, you know, remember the back and forth they had this year with the you know Saban starting it in essence, insinuating that Texas A&M was paying their players to go there, and you know Jimbo fired back, you know, basically saying that uh, Nick Saban is a cheat and a louse, and basically you know paraphrasing here that he's dead to him, they're, they're done, their relationship, right? And then in that little cut there that Chuck had, you have a you know. A, 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 Fisher wanted to blame the media, saying, well, somehow or another, this leaked out and nothing's private anymore. Nothing's private anymore. You went on national TV at a press conference purposely to rip uh, Nick Saban. What do you mean nothing's private anymore? I, I, You know, I would like to think that somebody interrupted him yesterday, or at least wait till he got finished anyway, and then said, Jimbo, you held a press conference and you said basically Nick Saban was dead to you. You, you. you basically accused him of cheating. What do you mean blame it on the media like nothing is private anymore? It wasn't private because you went public, you dope. Uh, these coaches are just unbelievable. Anyway, 4484 So we have the perfect storm tonight. I tell you, I'm really, I'm getting into this, although we did go 0-3, admittedly, yesterday. One thing I learned about yesterday, and it's why we're going to go light tonight with these strikeout props. Two things, really. One, uh, the boys in Vegas are getting wise to us, and they're posting these numbers a little bit tighter. They know everybody bets overs on these things, and, and they're, they're, you know there was a stretch there for about a week when the numbers were loose, if you will. Now they're a little tighter. How's, what does that mean? Well, it means that the guys averaging six strikeouts, they're now posting you six and a half, whereas before they'd give you five and a half. Not even that much juice. Now they're because they, they, they know everybody bets overs on these things. They're, they're making you really kind of press the issue. Guy will average five strikeouts. He's facing a major strikeout team, and they'll post the number at six and a half. <clears throat> you know, you can't go under on that, you know, and they're really making it difficult to go over. That's what I mean by they're, they're tightening the odds here a little bit. But no worries. So, that, that, by the way, that, that's one thing we noticed. The other thing is, uh, with just a few games yesterday, these relievers haven't pitched in five days. Right, at least five days. And if they didn't pitch over the weekend, then even longer than that. They've been sitting around all day Sunday, all day Monday, all day Tuesday, all day Wednesday, all day Thursday, and now they're pitching uh, perhaps Friday night. Why do I bring it up? Because you know these managers don't want these relievers sitting around for an entire week without pitching, so they're going to be a little bit quicker to the hook for their starting pitcher tonight. And I noticed that yesterday. Thank you very much, Frankie Montas, who was taken out after three innings. Three innings. The guy's got five strikeouts. We need one more strikeout to hit our total. And he's taken out after three freaking innings. This is why the A's have, uh, you know, one of the worst records in baseball. Thanks a lot there, Skip. So just be careful tonight. You know, I, I really, I would wait until Saturday and Sunday before we uh, really get back into it because of that tendency. These managers are going to pull these starters. I got to get these guys in these games. I can't have these guys sitting around for a week without pitching. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, you know, that's why we're going to limit our numbers uh, tonight, which is just as well because we have two absolute guaranteed winners tonight. Really three. But it's the perfect storm. We have the L.A. Angels 
versus the Atlanta Braves. Now, while most of you would say, how is that the perfect storm? They're not even in the same division, uh, not even in the same league. They're, they're barely in the same league as far as major leagues because the Angels are so bad and the Braves are so good. But the Angels are the number one strikeout team in all of baseball. They have more strikeouts than anybody else, including the Atlanta Braves, who happen to be the second worst strikeout team in all of baseball. We have the two worst strikeout teams. That's perfect storm number one. Perfect storm number two is we have probably the hottest pitcher as far as strikeouts are concerned, if not just overall, in all of baseball. And good old Shohei Otani pitching tonight for the Angels against the pathetic strikeout-wise Atlanta Braves. Otani, his last four games, 12 strikeouts, 10 strikeouts, 11 strikeouts, 13 strikeouts. His total tonight, eight and a half. Eight and a half. And don't forget, little kicker, Otani refused to pitch because he's a little baby now in the All-Star game because he wanted to be ready for this game against the Atlanta Braves. Now, we all know how big a game it is for the 14 games under 500 LA Angels. I mean, this is a huge, huge game. The season's on the line tonight for them. So we have Otani, who's motivated. Otani, who's been red-hot strikeout-wise. And the Atlanta Braves' second-worst strikeout team in all of baseball. If that's not the perfect storm, I, you're not going to get a better opportunity than that. And then FanDuel uh, are giving it to you at 8.5. When the guy's had 10, 20, 30, 40, 43, 44, 45, he's had 46 strikeouts in his last four games, and they're going to give us eight and a half, which is even up from last week when it was five and a half, his last start. What you do is you play the over eight and a half, obviously, and then you go to his alternate numbers, and that's where you double and you can triple your money. Otani alternate numbers, right? So his number is eight and a half, so if you bet yes, you're thinking he's going to get nine right all right so you bet the nine and then you get the plus 102 so already you know why would you bet over eight and a half at minus odds right when you can bet nine or more uh at that plus odds so grab the nine if you think he's going to get 10 it's plus 196 that's not bad you're for one extra strikeout i mean if you think he's going to get nine you know, the chance, it's not that crazy. It's the one thing about these strikeouts that I've told you. They let you double your money on basically the same bet. I mean, if you think he's going to get nine, he could get ten, right? It's not that crazy. But they give you twice as much. And if you think he's going to get 11, they'll give you plus 350. And he's gotten 11 three of his last four times and the other time 10. So I would definitely bet the over eight and a half. And then I would uh, put a couple of shekels on the uh, the 10 strikeouts at plus 196 and the 11 strikeouts at uh, plus 350. And let's see if they let you do this. Put it in a parlay with one old Charlie Morton, who's pitching for the Braves, who again are facing the Angels, who again are the number one team in strikeouts. Now, his, Charlie's not as hot uh, as Otani has been, but that's okay. We're going to do it anyway. 
because uh, Charlie can get a bunch of strikeouts as well. His last few uh, games, 6, 7, 10, 5, 11, 9, 12. So he's had nine or more, one, two, three, three and one, four and one, four and two, four and three, four of his last uh, 10, or four of his last seven. You put that in a parlay, and now you can really get monster odds. And that's how you take advantage of this just one game. That's where we're going to go. And we got one more strikeout, guy. We'll give you that when we come back. Ops picks right here at Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM 159. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hammer to left. Is it enough? Rough. Grand slam, and we are tied. His first career grand slam. The Giants have rallied to tie it at five. And this one is swung on and lifted to deep right field. Garcia is chasing. He's got it. Oh, it's still that gone. Thought he caught that ball. Oh, out of here. Whoa, home run for Adolis Garcia. And Abisel Garcia, he tricked me. <laughs> Son of a gun. I barely sit in this chair and he's out there tricking me. Adolis Garcia with the two-run home run to the opposite field once again. We've seen it so many times from Garcia. That great power the other way. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Uh, no, he didn't trick you. You just effed up. Uh, you know, I don't know why they got to make it seem like uh, you got tricked. The, the ball left the bat and they left the yard and you weren't paying attention. You got a bad read on it. It happens. Valley uh, Sports Southwest there with the uh, Garcia home run. And then uh, ESPN there with the uh, rough, uh, at that point, game-tying home run for the uh, San Francisco Giants. Dodgers going to win it <clears throat> regardless of 9-6. to six. All right, 844-843-6879. Just going over some of our uh, picks for tonight. Uh, we got the, the perfect storm. We're going to go over Otani, his 8.5. Then we're going to play him at the 10 and 11 as well. We're going to go over Charlie Morton, his 8.5. We're going to put him in a parlay, you know, with the, the and then even to 10 for him, although I don't know if he's necessarily going to get 10. But I'll tell you what, that Angel team is just so, so bad. I wouldn't doubt it. So put those. You'll never get better 2-1 to one or 3.5-1 to one odds as you do in these strikeout totals. Like if you take a baseball team that's a minus or a plus 350, they're not. You know, the Nationals against the Dodgers, you know, they're not winning that game. What Are you kidding me? No way. It's all about how many runs the Dodgers will win by. But strikeout wise, yeah, you know, the guy could get a you know a strikeout and a half more than what he's supposed to. No big deal, you know. It's not the craziest thing in the world. So that's why those numbers to me are off. But thank goodness, you know, at least with Fanduel, uh, the site I look at here, to keep on putting them off, no problem. So we're gonna go with Otani. We're gonna go with uh, Morton, and then the last one we're gonna use tonight is uh, Max Scherzer. He's on the hill. He's been on fire since he's come back from the uh, disabled list. IL, as they're calling it now, the injured list, God forbid. Um, and uh, his number is seven and a half. In the three starts since coming off the IL, he's had 11, 9, and 11. 
Taking on a Padre team that's middle of the pack as far as strikeouts are concerned. Not great, not awful uh, on either side. So uh, we'll, we'll deal with that. But seven and a half, Scherzer at home. Probably a little ticked off. He didn't get the chance to pitch in the All-Star game since he wasn't on the team because he was injured. So this might be like his All-Star performance, if you will. Um, uh, you Give me uh, over seven and a half for sure. In fact, I would put these guys, again, I, I like this stuff more than I do the baseball teams. I, I really do in some ways. Uh, I, I would mix and match all these guys in parlays. Over eight and a half Otani, over eight and a half Morton, and now over seven and a half Scherzer. There were two others I was looking at, but this is what I mean by they're getting a little wiser with this stuff. Now, the clubs that strike out the most, I told you, Angels one, Braves two, Pirates three, Brewers four, believe it or not. And uh, after the Pirates, there's a little, little bit of a drop while Pittsburgh is really, Angels, Braves, and Pittsburgh are like really way ahead of the pack. So I was going to go with whoever was facing Pittsburgh, right? I mean, it would not be the, the wise thing to do. Um, however, it's Miami, and Miami doesn't have a starter listed. So because they don't have a starter listed, the game is enlisted. And so the game is enlisted. There isn't any action. Although, oh, Pittsburgh just announced a starter, Zach Thompson. So we might just have a line before everything is said and done. How about that? Uh, all right, so we'll update that one more time. There it is. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. Um, but they don't have the pitching props up just yet. So we got about a half hour left in the show. Hopefully uh, they'll post something. So we'll get back to that one. Uh, the other one, uh, I was going to go against the Cubbies, right? Since they're one of those teams that uh, strike out a lot. And, and the Brewers. So Cubs are fifth on the list. Uh, Antonio Senzatel is pitching uh, for uh, Colorado against the Brewers. He's coming off the disabledist himself. His number's three and a half. Now, he should hit that number, but coming off the disabledist, they're not going to let this guy throw a ton of pitches. So you really, that that would be a, a dumb bet to make. You just, there's no sense doing that. All right, how about Kyle Gibson? He's pitching against the Cubs. His number's five and a half, which sounds low, but he's had six strikeouts only once in his last nine starts. One and eight. Again, that's what I mean by they're getting wiser. You know, that, that's five and a half because they know he's facing the Cubs who suck. You know, I would normally be an under guy, but I bet an under like twice and both times I lost and I just hate the feeling. I'll, I'll deal with the, I bet the over loss feeling I, I just there's just something about betting it under it's it's got to be like over over the top although I will say you know one out of nine but he's facing the Cubs who strike out a lot so do we want with those we'll lay off them uh but normally I would be betting it over just because it's going against the Brewers and the Cubs I'll go against the team more than I will the strategic value of the player strategic value of the player Kyle Gibson says go under but it's the Cubs so I'll go over strategic value of uh Sensatella says uh go uh, over uh but I you know but the real value says under because the guy's coming off the the uh, disabled list and I just don't know how long they would press him especially with some of these relievers needing some action so we'll stick Otani Morton and then uh, and Scherzer our best baseball play tonight uh, our pyramid plays back to our pyramid plays, which is a beautiful thing. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. We got a weird one here for you. All right, our best baseball play is the Dodgers. They went again last night. They won sixteen of their last eighteen. They're at home. They got a terrific pitcher, Tyler Anderson, on the hill. They're laying only one forty six. I mean, 
You're not going to get better than that. Our best strikeout play out of the ones we gave you, got to be Otani at eight and a half against the Braves. The guy's been on fire. And then, like I said, he, he penciled this start specifically. That's why he didn't want to pitch in the All-Star game. So we're going to get an honest effort out of him. WNBA, best uh, – we've got three games in WNBA. Uh, we're going to grab Seattle Lane, the six and a half at Phoenix, the Mercury stink. Uh, their, their season is done. They're more concerned about freeing Brittany Griner, as they should be, I suppose. Uh, Seattle's one of the better teams. They need to continue to win, uh, finalize a playoff spot. So uh, we'll take Seattle on the road laying six and a half. If we're only going to play one, though, <coughs> Dodgers, No. Over Otani? No. Seattle then laying to six and a half? Really? Okay. That one? No. Well, which one is? It's got to be one of the three, right? No, it actually isn't. Believe it or not. These are one of these rare cases. Best baseball play? Dodgers. Best strikeout game tonight? Otani. Best WNBA game tonight? Seattle. But to the letter of the law... If you were only going to play one, and that's what, you know, playing only one states, if you're really only going to play one tonight, the one you would play would be Seattle, plus 106 against the Houston Astros. Why is that, Scott? Why, why would that be your best baseball play then? Well, because you can't beat the Dodgers. Uh, you know, they're on fire. They're at home and everything else. Uh, see, but you, if you're only going to play one, you owe it to play Seattle because they've won 14 straight. They're going for their 15 straight win. And when you have a team that's on a streak like this, either winning or losing the wise guys, right? The, the main men, the, you know, the guys, the sharps, as they call all these goofy, ridiculous terms, right? They would play just one and it would just be Seattle. Just keep on playing until those suckers lose because you don't want to have to win with Seattle, but then just give it back with everything else because we're wrong on all these other things. If you have a streaking team like that, win or lose, you just bet that team because you want to take advantage of that streak. Not easy to do playing just one. It's not necessarily your best bet, although I will say the Astros coming in hot but still having to play twice yesterday Hop on a plane in Houston, fly all the way to Seattle, which has got to be about 1,500 miles or so, something like that, I imagine, uh, and, and then play a red-hot Mariners team that's well-rested, obviously, since the All-Star break. That's a tough spot. Now, we saw Seattle do this a week or so ago, though. I will admit to that. They were in Washington, if you remember. Played a doubleheader on, we'll just say, Sunday. Had to fly to, uh, to Texas. Uh, not Houston, but uh, the Rangers and Arlington. And uh, beat the Rangers that night. In fact, they rallied from a 5 nothing deficit, if memory serves me right. So, I mean, it, it can be done, but that's a real tough spot for a team to play a doubleheader, hop on a plane, and then fly to a city, you know, 1,000, 1,500 miles away, and uh, play a team that's uh, well-rested, obviously, and red hot. So, you have a little incentive from that standpoint as well. But if you're going to play just one, that's that's where you go. You just play the Seattle Mariners and just you keep on riding that. And then, you know, if they win again today, that'll be the same pick uh, for tomorrow. Uh, play just the one. But the real best bet would be uh, probably the Dodgers. But, again, uh, because they, they're on that little streak, you, you have to do it. All right. Uh, other things we have here going on. Uh, how about the, uh, the, the Philadelphia Phillies line, by the way? Uh, very strange that the Phillies tonight at home, red hot, 
playing a dead Cubs team that's lost 9 of 10, and Philadelphia is down to 130 at home with 5 and 3 Kyle Gibson on the hill. Be careful of that one. That's got rat, you know what, written all over it. All over it. Very strange. I think the Orioles are live dogs tonight. You know, Stanky's playing that doubleheader against uh, Houston. They're in a similar spot, right? They had to fly from uh, Houston all the way to Baltimore. Not an easy spot uh, for them tonight. Uh, I like the Orioles getting a monster plus 140 at home. All right, opposite picks makes its return. That is next right here, Sports Grid Radio, Series 67159. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, yes. LLs know what that music means. Time to take out those pad and pencils. Get set for the fast but more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio, opposite picks. What are opposite picks? Your newbies ask? Well, we give you seven games, 7,000 reasons why we like one team, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, systems, injury reports, weather reports, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas. Uh, where'd we leave you on Friday? Well, we're uh, 272 up, 328 down, minus $4,200 if you're a $100 player, and you started with us from January 1st by going opposite. Go figure. I've been on fire this year. What can I tell you? Um, here we go. We got a seven-pack of games. All baseball. Philadelphia minus 136 versus Chicago. Phillies closed out the first half of the season 27-14. and 14, All since manager Joe Girardi got fired. No better team to keep that rolling than the Cubs, who finished out their half of the season, uh, losing nine of their last ten. Yikes. They're awful. And now Philadelphia with Kyle Gibson, five and three. Kyle Gibson on the hill. They're laying only a buck 36 at home. Love the Phillies here. Uh, give me the Cubs uh, plus the 116. Pick number two, Mets minus 190 versus San Diego. Max Scherzer on the hill for the Mets, who've seen their once comfortable NL East lead shrink to a couple of games. Um, with second place Atlanta hosting the pitiful Angels, Mets cannot afford to lose any Scherzer pitch contest. Padres limp into the finish line, going 7-14 and their last 21 games before the All-Star break, and those included four losses to god-awful Arizona and Colorado. Mets roll with Scherzer on the hill. Uh, give me the Padres, uh, plus the 170. Pick number three, Red Sox, plus 110 versus Toronto. Uh, first of nine games between these teams the second half of the season. That'll probably determine which club is going to make the postseason as a wild card and which one isn't. Uh, Nathan Evaldi on the hill for the Bo Sox. Jays aren't sure who they're going with. Doesn't really matter. You want to give me the Red Sox at home? Getting odds? Love Boston here. Uh, give me Toronto, uh, minus the 130. Pick number four, Los Angeles, plus 130 against Atlanta. Talk about teams limping home uh, at the end of the first half of the season. The Angels are the kingpings of that. Two in 12, their last 14 games. Still no Mike, seven-figure pay. Uh, can't, uh, no, no. Still no Mike, let me cash my seven-figure paycheck trout uh, in the line for the Angels. But we're going to play them anyway. Why? Because Otani. Starting for the Angels. He's allowed two earned runs over his last six combined starts. 
I'll take that against the team that strikes out the second most in all the baseball. And I'm getting odds. Uh, dare I say it, but I love the Angels tonight. Uh, give me Atlanta. Uh, minus the 150. Uh, pick number five, Tampa Bay, pick them at Kansas City. Hopping uh, off the uh, bet against Kansas City bandwagon. Watch them win a bunch of games here, right? Or actually lose a bunch of games um, since we had them to, to lose. You know, chances are they're going to lose tonight against Tampa Bay. Here's why. Devil Dogs have 70 games left. 43 come against winning teams. Only 27 against losing teams. They cannot afford to lose these cupcake games. Rays will roll Kansas City. Uh, give me KC a pickup. Uh, pick number six, Arizona, laying a run and a half against Washington. I might play against the Nationals every game the rest of the way. Seriously, I, worst team in baseball, 31 and 63, two and 15 their last 17 games. 43 or check that, 48 of their 63 losses have come by two runs or more. Diamondbacks a decent 22 and 26 at home. Love Arizona here. Uh, give me the Nationals, uh, plus the one-and-a-half runs. Pick number seven, Milwaukee laying a run-and-a-half against uh, Colorado. Uh, you know what? Uh, Brewers better get it back in gear here. Otherwise, they're going to lose their lead in the NL Central with uh, St. Louis breathing down their throats. Uh, perfect road, Patsy, Colorado coming to town. Rocks second-fewest road wins at 15-27. and 27. They're 43-89 and 89 on the road their last two-and-a-half seasons. Brewers ace Corbin Burns starts for Milwaukee as well. I mean, everything points to Milwaukee here. Yeah, give me Colorado, uh, plus the one and a half runs. Opposite picks, seven pack, baseball, Cubbies, plus the uh, 115 against the uh, Philadelphia Phillies, despite the Phillies uh, being 27 and 14 in their last 41 games. Give me the Padres, plus the 170 against the Mets, despite Scherzer being on the hill. We'll take the Blue Jays, minus 130 uh, against the Red Sox, even though they're uh, the road team. We'll take the Braves, minus 150 against Otani and the Angels. We'll grab Kansas City and pick them against uh, 51 and 41 Tampa Bay. Uh, we'll take the Nationals plus a run and a half against Arizona, despite the Nationals having the worst record in baseball. And uh, we'll take Colorado plus the one and a half runs against Milwaukee, despite the, the Colorado Rockies uh, being just 15 and 27 uh, on the road this year. Opposite picks for a uh, Friday, July 22nd. Good luck, folks. All right, there you go. And uh, as always, we will post those on the uh, website, oppositepicks.com, in case you're driving around uh, and you can't, uh, you know, jot it all down. I get that. And don't forget, you can always listen to the show on uh, your favorite little podcast home, whether it's uh, Spotify or uh, Apple or wherever else you can find your, your podcast. So just punch in opposite picks and you can listen to the shows back if you like. All right, let's go to our pyramid plays. Uh, we mentioned those already. How about our open parlays and all the other good little things that we like to do here on opposite picks? Picks. All right, first up, uh, as I told you yesterday, we're, we're hopping off the uh, pro Yanks anti Kansas City parlay. Didn't work out for us somehow, some way. So we're going to replace the Yankees with the Dodgers, and we're going to replace the Nash or the uh, the uh, Royals with the Nationals. So it's going to be a pro Dodgers laying a run and a half, anti Nationals laying a run and a half. Dodgers winning last night by three. 61 victories the Dodgers have, right? All but seven have come by two runs or more. That's amazing. That real, I mean, that is amazing that they have that many two-run 
victories. So there's a clear case to put them in laying a run and a half. Tonight you lay a run and a half with the Dodgers against San Fran. You're getting plus 140. All right, Arizona laying a run and a half uh, against Washington. You're getting plus 115. So you put those two teams in a parlay, $100 parlay. That's what we're going to use as a full unit. We're going to make up 415 bucks. We're down a thousand on our anti-Kansas uh, City Pro Stank, so we got some, uh, you know, we need got some ground to make up, but uh, I think we're going to get it. So, Dodgers uh, laying a run and a half, Arizona plus four hundred fifteen bucks. Our open parlay we hit last night with the Dodgers. We won seventy three bucks. So uh, we're going to take that 73, the original 100, the full uh, you know unit that we're risking. So we got $173, and I'm going to put it on Otani over eight and a half strikeouts. I don't do that very often, putting these strikeout things in our parlays, but you know what? Why not? So over eight and a half strikeouts, Otani, uh, $173 plus odds, plus 102. So you're going to make 176 if we hit it. Our underdog open parlay, which we didn't have anything yesterday. We're going to start a fresh one today. Got to go with Seattle. Why not, right? I'm getting odds. Uh, I got a team that's won 14 in a row. I got a team that's home. I got a team that's rested. And I got a team that's playing a team that not only played yesterday, but had to play a doubleheader yesterday and had to fly in. I mean... You're not going to get a more live dog than Seattle in, those, in that situation. A red hot at home playing the tired team. I, I mean, if the Mariners don't win tonight at plus 106, then I, I don't know what to tell you. So uh, we'll, we'll start our little uh, six-team open park quarter of a unit. So whatever your unit is, you do a quarter of that. For our purposes, it's uh, $100, so we do $25 um, on Seattle. So 25 to win 26 all right, we got our strikeout guys uh, with Otani and Scherzer. We did go 0-3 yesterday. Uh, rare, the first time we've ever gone winless. We had Gray. Uh, he didn't hit his total. I told you about Montos taken out of the game with five strikeouts, and his number was five and a half. Unbelievable. And then uh, we went under on Scooble for Detroit, and he ended up with like eight. Not only did he go over, he went way freaking over. So uh, a little 0 for 3, so a bad start to the week, but uh, we'll, we'll get it back tonight with our guys. And we're going to double uh, the play, and, you know, because we're going to use Otani straight, and then we're going to put him in uh, the adjusted lines. Same thing with uh, with Morton. And really, same thing with Scherzer. I think all three of these guys tonight have a chance to get, like, nine strikeouts, ten strikeouts, one and a half more than what they would uh, would normally get. So we're set with, uh, with, with all that stuff. A couple of things here. See uh, Bob Nightingale, USA Today. He's pretty much you know in tight with, with baseball. I've had him on my show uh, many times. Good guy. He says seven teams have already reached out to the Nationals about a, a Juan Soto trade. He says the Yankees, Mets. One thing I like about Bob in this case uh, is you know he actually listed the teams. He didn't just say well about six teams, and then you know you just kind of try and figure out on your own who the six teams are. That's what people make stuff up. But he actually labeled them: Yankees, Mets, Dodgers. Mariners, Padres, Cardinals, and Giants. No real surprise there. Maybe the Mariners. I tell you what, though, boy. Now listen, he, he you know, it, it would be like saying, you know, well, boy, can you imagine Tom Brady on this team, or can you imagine Devontae Adams on this team? You know, no matter what team he goes to, the team is going to be better, right? But could you imagine Soto uh, and the Rodriguez kid? You talk about cornerstones of your franchise. Wow, if somehow or another, 
I tell you, it's it's got to be very, very tempting. Real for the Nationals to trade Soto. I've told you before, they have two more years left of him. You know, and so it's not this is not the last year of his contract like Aaron Judge and his Stanks. He's arbitration eligible. He'll get a raise, but nothing crazy next year. And then they have another year of arbitration eligibility with him. So they got him locked in for two more years. But I tell you what, if you could trade him to Seattle and you get back Rodriguez, you know, you're robbing Peter to pay Paul if you're the Mariners, but the amount of prospects, good prospects that Washington could get if they unloaded this guy, wow. Um, and then, again, for the for the uh, Mariners, if you could make that trade without having to give up Rodriguez, boy, you got Rodriguez and Soto in the middle of your lineup. You are set for the next 10 years uh, if Rodriguez continues to get better. As a rookie, he looks like he's great. We've seen rookies, you know, pan out and not pan out, but still, that that would be wow. So they're a little bit of a surprise, but, you know, Yanks, Mets, Dodgers, you figure that Padres have been spending a lot of money. Cardinals, interesting, and Giants have spent a lot of money. The Giants are interesting because they're supposedly going to be in the hunt for Aaron Judge, who's from the San Francisco area. So does that kind of preclude them from going after Judge if they actually traded for Soto, knowing the amount of money you're going to have to give this dude? Interesting. Um, I'm not sure where they're the going at. CA's pitcher Paul Blackburn. Revealed to the media yesterday that uh, he was grooving fastballs to Albert Pujols during the All-Star game. I'll never bet on another All-Star game. You know, I, I feel like uh, I feel like Quint in, in Jaws. I'll never put on another life, that, life, uh, life raft again, life jacket again, as he's telling his story. Um, same thing. I, I'll never bet on another All-Star. And Home Run Derby, same thing. Yeah, the four-letter network can't count, so you can't count on them getting the numbers right. And now we find out that the pitchers are grooving things. Speaking, oh, by the way, of uh, Jaws, a little play on words here, but you see who San Jose hired or is set to hire anyways, the new head coach, David Quinn. Uh, not, not Quint as in Jaws, Sharks, but Quinn, Q-U-I-N-N. Kind of cute, I thought. Warriors GM Bob Myers tells NBA Today that he likes his team where it's at. He wants to give these guys a chance to do it again, seemingly saying that they are not interested in trading for Kevin Durant. There you go. All right, opposite picks continues when we come back right here. Sports Grid Radio, Series 67159. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the SportsGrid Radio Network. That you are right here on Sports Grid Radio as we close out the week. Although, don't forget, I'm on in-game live later on tonight. Me and Joe Ranieri at 9 p.m. Eastern time till midnight Eastern time watching, uh, in this case, baseball and uh, throwing a couple of shekels on the games in-game live, hence betting uh, while the games are in progress. So we have a lot of fun. So uh, feel free to tune in right here on Sports Grid uh, TV. A couple of football notes. Uh, Atlanta Falcons supposedly uh, getting into the mix in the possible Jimmy Garoppolo trade. A lot of uh, people are reporting. That's interesting with uh, them picking up Marcus Mariota this offseason. Why Jimmy G? Interesting. Patriots say they're not naming uh, offense or defensive coordinator. 
genius or goofy for Belichick? Uh, I, I don't get it. So Joe Judge is his offensive assistant slash quarterbacks coach. Matt Patricia is his senior football advisor versus his junior football advisor, offensive line coach. And then uh, his son, Steve, and uh, Gerard Mayo are the linebackers coaches. He says, why name the coordinators if you don't have to, in essence? Of course, he has a special teams coordinator. No one figured to bother to ask him about that. Uh, Cleveland Browns signed Josh Rosen. What about Jacoby Brissett and Josh Dobbs were already on their roster? This guy is, if they need to sign Josh Rosen, holy fudge, he was awful. How about the contract? You know, that story broke uh, early yesterday, but after our show ended it with Kyler Murray, five years, $260 million, or six years, whatever it was, $230 million. It's a $46 million a year contract for, for Kyler Murray. Are you kidding me? What if stinking Kyler Murray, who never won a big game in his life, is going to get $46 million? What are Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert going to get two years from now? You're looking at $50 million a year contracts easily. Where, where does that leave Lamar Jackson? Still without a contract as he enters his fifth year. Murray is only entering his fourth year and he gave him an extension. Uh, that's why the Cardinals will never, ever win. Enjoy your day, folks. Football full circle coming up next. I'm sure they'll be talking about it right here on Sports Grid Radio.